0: Hello, my name is Anne DeSantis. I'm the director for the St. Raymond Anandas Foundation for Freedom, Family, and Faith. I want to tell you what's been going on with us since we've been in existence in 2015. The Mercedarian Friars came together and decided that they wanted to start a foundation to make outreach to families in crisis. And that's exactly what they did when the St. Raymond Anandas Foundation came into existence as a nonprofit 501 501c3, headquartered in Philadelphia. Since that time, I became the director in the beginning of 2018, and we basically have four facets to what we do. We offer prayer, priestly consultations, podcasts and videos, and also programs and events. Now, if you've never been to our website, just to invite you to go to nonazis.org and check out all the great things that we've been doing. Because since that time, since we've been in existence, we've now helped hundreds of families who are going through really challenging times. And as you all know, we went through a really challenging time in 2020. So I'd just like to invite you to go and check out the great things that we're doing. And there's more to come. If you or your church community would like us to come and do some type of an event where we can talk about what we offer in terms of that pastoral accompaniment and making outreach to families in crisis, please do reach out to us. And I'm just so grateful to be able to serve, be able to serve people like you and your family. So again, learn about us at nonazis.org. Thank you. Fiat Ministry Network and Patchwork Heart Ministry present Journeys in Faith. Now, here's Andy Santis. Good evening and welcome to Journeys in Faith here on Fiat Ministry Network. My name is Andy Santos. It's great to be here on this Friday evening with you and also want to make a recognition of Patchwork Heart Ministry, who's also producing and sharing this show. And this evening's topic is my own book, it's called Love and Care for the Marginalized. This is a book that I wrote this past year. It's 40 Meditations, Spiritual Outreach, Reflections for Catholics. And it's available on both Amazon and through Caris Books. So if you want some more information about my book, as far as going online, you can simply go to CarisPublishing.com or my own website at anndesantis.com. So I thought we could start out with just kind of talking about, you know, how did I come up with this idea and why did I write this book? Well, the year that we went through last year, 2020, of course, with the pandemic and with a lot of suffering that so many people went through, not only with the disease of the coronavirus, but of all of the after effects, including uh, additional sickness, job loss, relationship issues, and also financial problems too that so many people have gone through, made me sort of think about the idea that, you know, there's marginalized people everywhere in our lives, everywhere we look and they're all around us. And so with this book that I wrote, every single day, it's 40 meditations. So every day there's a reflection, uh, something to think about. And these quotes that that I used, they come from popes, religious leaders, uh, saints, Also in the secular world, uh, a couple quotes there too, and from some from myself and also from other people who have said some things that really relate to the whole idea of making outreach to those who are on the fringes. So there is a quote every day. There is also an act of reflection, something that you can do, something that I can do every day in order to try to make a difference for those people who feel rejected and alone, uh, and also a prayer. So uh, I really enjoyed writing this book. Um, it was something that really helped me to reflect a little more, not only on my own life, but upon mission. Mission not just for me, but for everyone, all of us. You know, For people of faith, part of what we believe and, and part of why we do all that we do is because we love God because there are those two great commandments, right? It's loving God and loving our neighbor. And so the idea of my writing this book, Love and Care for the Marginalized, really had to do with the, the basis of that. And when we look at something like the Sermon on the Mount the Beatitudes, and even our Ten Commandments too, uh, they all are directed to not only doing good for the world in general, but really for our neighbor, for those people who don't have the love and the support that they deserve. And and really that's what my book is about, is is making that outreach because, you know, they're really everywhere. They are everywhere. Uh, I also would like to tell you about two other books that I uh, was an author, a co-author with for over this past year. The first book that I want to mention to you is Hearts Burning Within Us. And that is a book through Patchwork Heart Ministry. The co-authors of the book are Bill Snyder, Magdalene Riggins, and Jen Oakley. And what we did was last summer during the pandemic, we got together with young people, people that are college bound because the book basically is for college age students answering their questions, the many questions that they have about their faith and guiding them through with the correct answers in terms of church teaching, but in a gentle way, a way that is understandable. And so last summer, every single week, We got together during the spring and the summer and met with college students, asking them, you know, what are your questions of faith? And from that point, the four of us, the the four people who are the the co-authors of the book, we each took a different section of our spirituality. We had morality, we had evangelization, we had uh, spirituality, and we also had church teaching. So we went about in those four areas. And answer the question. So if you know someone, and you probably do, uh, especially this time of year, it's a giving season, right, Uh, that this is the perfect gift for that late high school, early college student that you may know. Uh, The book is available also through Karis Publishing, same publisher for my book, Love and Care for the Marginalized, and it's also on Amazon. And again, the title of that book is Hearts Burning Within Us, available through Patchwork Heart Ministry. And the website for Patchwork Heart Ministry is patchworkheart.org. So please do check that out. Another book I would like to give you some information about, and it's also a great book for this giving season that we're in right now coming in. And and I also wanna say happy Thanksgiving to all of you because this show is being aired on the day after Thanksgiving, Black Friday, is the book called The Prayer Book Uh, for Catholic Mothers, the Ave Prayer Book for Catholic Mothers, available through Ave Maria Press. I was really blessed to be asked to be a part of this book and and a co-author of this book. And so please do, if you just go to the the website at Ave Maria Press and check it out. And, And also on my own website, there's some information about some special, a special deal, a special promo code that if you go to anndesantis.com, you will be able to find that out and you can order it directly through my website too. So that, that's also another beautiful book that I'm so honored to be a part of. Uh, with that said, I just wanted to share with all of you uh, my own stories. I, I haven't really done that too often on this show, on Journeys in Faith. We've had a lot of, of guests that we've hosted. In fact, I believe this is already episode 72. If You can believe that. we started taping this show back in 2020. And so the, the biggest part in my faith journey where I came to a greater realization of my faith, I would say that there are two stories that I can share with all of you. And some of you know this first one who know me is that back in 1999, after I gave birth to my second child, I was diagnosed with a heart condition. Now, this was something that um, it has nothing as much to do with heredity or anything in that realm. Um, It is something that they don't really know exactly how or why it happens. It could be an autoimmune disease. It's called peripartum cardiomyopathy. So I was diagnosed at the age of 34. And it really took me by surprise because at the time when that happened, I was Catholic, but... not as devoted to my faith as I am on this day here, so many years later, and I was really questioning, you know, my life and and my relationship with God. And then when that happened to me, um, my mother had suggested to me to call my church and talk to a priest because I was really frantic, having been diagnosed with this disease with a two-month-old baby and also with a two-year-old child, and so. The priest came over, he administered the sacrament of the sick, and it was about a week to two weeks later that I had gone back to the doctor and found out that I was pretty much healed, meaning that my ventricle, the, the, the enlarged heart that I had, the ventricle that was enlarged, had actually gone down to its normal size. That took me a little while to get back to normal completely in terms of rehabilitation and just being able to get back to a regular routine of exercise and being able to take care of my family. But during that time, a very quiet time of my life, I was alo- I felt alone. I was alone. Um, I did have some help, of course, around the house, but had a lot of quiet time to really think and reflect about what's important, about my own life, about what God's plans were for me for the rest of my life. And so what I learned during that time was that God does love me very much. He loves you too. And I learned that God gave me the strength to keep going during a really challenging time. Now, something else I learned during that time was what it feels like to feel kind of unsure, afraid, not sure about what's going to happen with the future. And it brought me to a point of, coming face to face with my own mortality. And the fact that yes, I'm not going to live forever. None of us do. And it made me really turn around and think and, and understand that God had a greater mission for me. And it made me really want to live and keep going and do, be a good job as a wife and a mother and just as a person in general, a person of good faith. And so uh, if you're watching this video right now and you're thinking, Maybe that's you. Maybe this is a hard time in your life. Maybe you've been given a diagnosis or you feel alone or uh, a job loss, relationship issue, something else that's making you feel not quite normal. Um, I do understand what that's like. And for those people out there who who do feel that they're kind of on the margins in some ways, that's why I wrote my book was making that outreach to people who feel that they don't have the love and the support that they deserve. And there's so many, there's just so many of them. And for me during that time, when I went through that, that health condition, I did have support. But even though I had support, there were times of loneliness, there were times of fear. There were times that I couldn't express myself properly with people. And I know that if you're watching this right now, maybe you understand what that's like. I think we all go through both hills and valleys in our faith. And part of our mission, part of reaching those people is realizing that God has given us a mission for mercy, bringing mercy to others, those people who do feel that they don't have that support, that they do deserve. Now, another part of my story that I want to share came many years later. And this was probably... um, you know, about nine or 10 years after that. My daughter was going through a very rough time. She was around nine or 10 years old and she had gotten a diagnosis um, and was dealing with some emotional issues which are now resolved. They've been resolved for many, many years but it was so hard for her going through that, my younger daughter. And, and, And I was suffering too because it was hard to know what to do. Uh, I, I did all the right things in terms of doctors and you know making appointments. Um, but then when I would try to share my story with friends or even with people that were very close to my life, um, there was a lack of understanding. Now that wasn't really anybody's fault because empathy is a gift that not everybody has. And, and I think that we can all pray to be more empathetic, more compassionate people. But I was kind of at my wits end. Uh, and and found that not only was my daughter suffering, but I was going through my own depression that lasted a very long time. Um, thank God, thank God, I did come out of that, but it took a while. It took a while. It took prayer, spiritual direction, even some therapy, um, and the support of people that I trusted. But during that time, what I learned, what I learned about myself, and what I learned about others is that. You know, there's marginalized people. They're all around us, as I said at the beginning of this show. And and that's really why I wrote this book, Love and Care for the Marginalized. The book is about really speaking to us about what we can do as people. What can we do to make the world a better place? How can we help people that are feeling so isolated? And they're everywhere, whether they're young, old, middle-aged. You know, they're people we work with. There are people that we go to school with, people at church, people in our neighborhoods, people in our extended families. And one way that I think that we can all make a difference for those people, which I talk a lot lot about in my book is something called active listening. Now we do have to take a short break. So I'm gonna leave you on a cliffhanger there because when we come back, I'm gonna talk to you about what active listening is and how you and I can really make a difference by making that outreach through listening to other stories and being there for them. So we'll see you right here in just a few minutes here on Journeys in Faith. Welcome back to Journeys in Faith. It's Ann DeSantis here. And the topic of this evening's show, as I told you at the beginning, are uh, the three books that I that I have written or been, been a part of. One is my own book, which is Love and Care for the Marginalized. I was talking about that right before the break. And then the two other books that I was co-authored and, and so grateful and blessed to be a part of, the Ave Maria Prayer Book for Catholic Mothers and also Hearts Burning Within Us. And so... Right before the break, I was talking to you about active listening. How can we make a difference for others by using the skill of active listening with others? Because I really do believe that this is a way that we can help to make a difference for the marginalized. Now, when you think of active listening, um, there might be a big question mark in your mind because you know listening is a very hard skill and it's something that takes a little bit of quiet and a little bit of patience and also, You really using your ears to listen for what that person is saying, but also what they're not saying. Sometimes people don't tell us everything, all the pain, all the struggles, but we can we can kind of read between the lines sometimes, but most of all we have to listen to what they are saying. And I think one of the best things that we can do is to repeat back. So when someone tells you a story, something that's going on in their life, is to repeat sent to them you know, points of that story, whatever it is. And sometimes I'll use the exact words just to make sure that I am understanding what they're saying and what they're communicating to me. And when you read the book, Love and Care for the Marginalized, as I said, it is a book with 40 meditations, spiritual outreach, reflections for Catholics. Even though the book says it's for Catholics, really it, it is for anybody because the book, the, the reflections, the quotes, come from popes, saints, religious leaders, and also some secular quotes in there that I thought were uh, guided in this direction, and that that we could really pull some things from our Catholic faith to reflect on and meditate on. And so, with that said, uh, I want to talk about, um, you know, again that active listening and who the book is for. Now we're we're in this season of giving coming uh, coming very soon, as we know today is the day after Thanksgiving, it's a big time of shopping. Um, and so if you're thinking to yourself like, this is a good book that maybe I could give to someone, I think it's good for anybody you know that takes their faith seriously. Um, it's really geared for any age. It's I didn't write the book with like my age in mind or young people, old people. Um, I try to really make the quotes and the active of reflections something that we can all relate to and some of the stories that are in the book. So whether you know someone uh, who really wants to grow and it's a great evangelization tool too, because even if you're not Catholic or even Christian, I did put some quotes in the book, as I said, that were uh, outside outside of the Catholic um, setting, such as uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and also Muhammad Gandhi, just to name a couple. Um, so it really brings people in as far as wherever they are, where, where are they um, in their lives? You know, are they practicing a specific religion, the Catholic faith or Christian, non, non-Christian? non um, But it's all guided by the teachings of the church. In fact, i um, happy to also let you know that the book has received the imprimatur from Archbishop Nelson Perez. And so blessed that um, that, that happened too. It's always good to know because it's got the blessing Um, of my archdiocese, of the bishop. And so again, to find out more about that book, you can just simply go to my website. It's probably the easiest place because right there on the front page, I have some information, not only to purchase, but some other podcasts and interviews that I've been on where I talked a lot more. Where, you know, sometimes when people give an interview and they ask you questions, you know, you can think of more to talk about, you know. I'm a little challenged on this night just because I'm only telling you, um, one-to-one, my audience, to me directly about my book. Um, now, I also wanted to talk about the fact that with my book, I'm also offering church talks and presentations. In fact, I'm really excited that I have a couple set up within the Archdiocese of Philadelphia and a couple churches coming up soon. Um, so that that's a very exciting thing for me to be able to present t- to, to everyone you know, what are those ways that we can all grow? Based on church teaching, you know, it really is based on the Catholic church teaching uh, of loving and caring for the marginalized. And so if you wanna reach out to me, now I can do it in a couple different ways. I can either do it as an online presentation, I actually I have a real nice PowerPoint that I can present for your group, organization, church, or to come out uh, if you're within the greater Philadelphia area, of course, it's very easy for me to do that but I'm willing to travel too. So if you're watching this and would like me to come out to your area, whether it be to drive out, fly out, you know, we can certainly make those arrangements. Um, So I also would like to just challenge you and challenge myself on, you know, as we're going into this season, this is the season of Advent. You know, it's a season of reflection. It's a season of growth and the anticipation, really the anticipation of the birth of our Lord. And what that means for us, that you know, Christ is born in our own hearts and in, in the things that we do, the ways that we care. Um, and when you do almsgiving for people, as many people do during a season like Advent or Lent, the prayer, the fasting, and the almsgiving, most of the time we think about something like writing a check or giving a donation. And they're all very beautiful things that we should do. We should do that. Uh, But another way that you can give yourself is is simply what I'm suggesting in my book, which is that active listening, that caring, that reaching out, letting people know that we're there for them, you know, no matter where they've been. Because a lot of times when people have had challenges and adversities that they've been through, uh, they face sin face to face, whether it's their own sin or whether it's the sin of someone else. So uh, just want to put that out there to you. Just give that some thought. You know, what are some ways, ask yourself, what are some ways in this season and beyond that I can give of myself? And like I said, giving of yourself in a material way, like the corporal and spiritual works of mercy, especially those corporal works that, that you can do, feeding the hungry, giving drink to the thirsty, clothing the naked, things like that. They're all real things that we can do during the season of Advent. But we can also do those spiritual things too. We can forgive the sinner. We can, uh, you know, uh, we can uh, guide people, guide people along the right way and educate them about the faith. So there's so many things that we can do to, to give that spiritual guidance. Now, I think the greatest thing that we can do for anybody at all ever is to pray for them. And that's something that you don't even need to tell somebody. Although I think when you do tell somebody, it it certainly brightens their day when you let them know that I've been praying for you. I know that for myself, that has really made a difference when I was going through my own rough times and, and I found out that people were praying for me. So people can do the same thing or you can do the same thing for others. And, you know, our Holy Father, I think, has talked a lot about that when he's talked about over his pontificate the fact that we are a field hospital, the church is a field hospital. And that's what my book is all about, that loving and caring for the marginalized. Now, I also wanted to give you some information. Um, You've probably watched a commercial during the show for the the St. Raymond Onatus Foundation for Freedom, Family, and Faith, where I'm the director. And that's another way that I, not only I, but the, the people that I represent, which are the Mercedarian Friars, how we have reached out to those people who feel that they don't have the love and the support that they deserve. Uh, now, the foundation was formed in 2015 with the whole idea of making outreach to families in crisis. And since that time, since our existence, that's exactly what we've done. And we call it, and you might laugh, but our, a little analogy here that we use is the four Ps, okay? That we offer prayer, priestly consultation, podcasts and videos and programs and events. And so if you go to our website at nonatis.org, you can learn more about all those things that we offer. Now on the note of loving and caring for the marginalized, um, I also wanna make an invitation to all of you out there for yourself or someone that you know is one of the greatest offerings that we offer for the St. Raymond Anatas Foundation is a free pastoral consultation with a Mercedarian friar. We also have special outreach to families and individuals who are affected by divorce and separation. So when you contact us, when you contact me, you can have as many appointments as you need to talk to a priest. Know your story, sharing your personal story, some prayer, getting some advice, some needed advice that you may need during a really challenging time. Now, I do have to mention that we are not licensed counselors. Um, None of our priests are. I'm not. I do have my uh, master's in theology. So in terms of the church teaching aspect of it, you know, I and, and the other priests that I work with, um, we have that knowledge, but we really can't bill ourselves as, as counselors. But the good news is uh, on our website, on nonatis.org, we have um, a page that's called Outside Resources. And we have a couple counselors, Catholic counselors that we can recommend right there on the page. Or you can simply just you know, email me on the contact form and I can, you know, help you find a good therapist if you need it. But what we're, what we're there for is the spiritual part of it, the pastoral part of it. So please do reach out to us and learn more. Um, as I said, we do podcasts and videos, programs and events. Uh, in fact, do keep an eye on those programs and events because I'm excited that next year, uh, sometime during next year, we'll be doing a special relationship retreat for married couples or you know, engage couples or others who would like to join us, it'll be in the greater Philadelphia area, um, myself and Patchwork Heart Ministry with Bill Snyder, also the vice president of the foundation, which is Angelica Dallalana, and Carlos Solorzano, who's also a get, been a guest on my show here. The four of us will be getting together and offering this retreat. Now, I don't have that many more details other than that, right at this exact moment in time but keep an eye on onatis.org because you will find out more about this retreat that'll most likely be in the summer of June, uh, June, July of, of uh, 2022. So more to come there, more to come there, but there's some great things that are happening with the St. Raymond Onatis Foundation. And I just invite you to go on our website and check it out. Now, I do want to make one more point, if I could, about the St. Raymond Onatis Foundation because we are a nonprofit a 501c3. So that means basically that, you know, we're not a business. We're not like a regular business that's selling items and um, making money in that particular way. Uh, So we really do depend on, we depend on people like you to to donate and help us out um, in whatever way that you can. So if you're watching this and thinking, you know, it sounds really good. I like the work that they're doing. As I said, everything that we do is free, but we depend on people like you. Um, Giving Tuesday is November 30th. And on our website, we have a special donate page there on, especially working with I Give Catholic. I Give Catholic is through the Archdiocese of Philadelphia. We, our foundation has been recommended as one of those organizations that the Archdiocese is, is recommending for giving. So check out the I Give Catholic page at nonatis.org too, if you would, and let your friends know about us. Let us know, uh, let them know what we do because We, I, or people from our organization, from our nonprofit, would be so happy to come out uh, to you and do some kind of a workshop, presentation, church mission, anything, anything like that. So we would just be so honored to do that. Now, before we end the show, I just have uh, another reflection and a prayer that I want to share with you uh, from our Holy Father that I think will just help us all to really think about and reflect about what is important about being a Christian, about following our faith, and about loving and caring for the marginalized. He says to commit yourself to great ideals and to the most important things. Christians are not chosen by the Lord for little things. Push onward toward the highest principles. Stake your lives on noble ideas. That's from a homily that the Holy Father gave um, during a When he was in St. Peter's Square, it was from back in 2013. It's a really good reflection because he's calling that the bigger things really are those things, such as I think, as being a part of the ministry of mercy, right? Living out mercy every day of our lives, loving those people who are hard to love, and giving ourselves to them in that act of listening and really caring about what's important to them. You know, what is important to them? And so I just also want to mention to you that when we think about the marginalized, remember that another aspect of that are people who uh, not only don't have the love and support they deserve, but they're people who might've been bullied in the past. They're people who might've been made fun of or ostracized. And so the Lord is calling you and he's calling me to love them in greater ways. So just keep that with you during this season of giving. That maybe one of the greatest gifts that I can do and that you can do is to really love and forgive people. And and even if there's somebody in your life that you're thinking, I could never forgive that person. You know, part of loving and forgiving and and loving the marginalized is also opening up your heart to forgive people who might have hurt you in the past. Now, I want to read this last prayer before we end. And so we'll bless ourselves in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. And the prayer goes, Lord Jesus Christ, you are the peace of all things calm. You are in the place to to hide from harm. You are the light that shines in the darkness. You are the heart's eternal spark. You are the door that opens wide. You are the guest who wants inside. You are the stranger at the door. You are the calling of the poor. You are my Lord, and with me still you are my love. Keep me from ill and the the truth, the way. You are my savior of this very day. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for joining me on this show and we'll see you all next week. God bless. Journeys of Faith is a production of Fiat Ministry Network and Patchwork Heart Ministry. For more information about Journeys of Faith, email info at fiatministrynetwork.tv. And be sure to friend, follow, and like us on social media. Just search Journeys in Faith with Ann DeSantis.